Brand new to 91.9 CFM. It's your feel-good drive home with Ellie and Taz. Hello, podcasters. <laughs> That's right. Two people in the car listening to the podcast are like, oh, which one is she talking true, to? True. So true. The driver. Do you know I um, was scooting along today mm-hmm. uh, and the podcast that I was listening to came to an end and our podcast came on and I always feel so awkward listening to our own podcast. Hey, podcaster. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I heard me. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and I made this exact same intro. Come on, Ellie. Mix it up. Mix it up. Do you, all right. Do you want to go again? Mix it up. Buongiorno. No, not, not, not offend another okay. race. Okay. All right. Um, g'day, mate. Enjoy the podcast, Enjoy everybody. Enjoy the podcast. It's, it's better than podcast. this. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll see. No, it's good. It's Ellie and Taz for the drive home. Right now, Cake Miss continues. It does indeed. Uh, for the last three days, or two days, I suppose, um, you came to me on Friday and said, hey, Steve Aoki's gone viral. The DJ, Steve Aoki, gone yep. viral for throwing cakes at people in his crowd. Yeah, he can hit people from 20 metres away with this big half a metre long rectangle cake. He brings a couple to every gig and he, he cakes the audience mm-hmm. and he can he can smack people from 20 metres out. Just that one person. Yeah. Super accurate. So I thought, why not test you? One hell of an arm on him. So you're right. Um, the first day, we Friday. gave it a crack. Yeah, terrible. <sighs> yeah, didn't, didn't come close. No. Yesterday, gave it another crack. Mm-hmm. Singed your ear, yeah, a little bit. Doesn't count. Doesn't quite count. My, Not... e- my ears stick out, so it doesn't count. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't a full. Cake <laughs> my ears are really trying their best to be hit by the cake. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> well, we'd said, look, we'll do twelve days of cake miss. Mm-hmm. If it takes all twelve days to get get you to have a cake in the face, then yes. we will go the whole way through. But today, we gave it another crack. On the third day of cake miss, let's have a listen. My true love, aka Ellie Cheney. Gave to me. <laughs> Let's see. Caking day three. Both times I've gone a little bit to the left. So I've moved a little bit further this time. I'm going to do it. Today's the day. Taz gets caked. On the third day of cake mess. Caked in the no. face, son. I do feel really fresh, actually. It must be a really good moisturiser, <laughs> Coles Mud Cake. Uh, it was all in my hair. It was all. It was caked in there. You know, it really was. That's, that's that's where the term comes from. Absolutely. So, yeah, you did get caked, not fully in the face. It was like more of your forehead hair area. Yeah, imagine sort of up and a, a past the eye kind mm. of thing. So, top top right of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, copped it. It wasn't a full face of cake. No, but how how was it for you getting caked? Oh, look, I saw it come towards me because my eyes were open as you started to throw it. And you, you, when there is a cake flying at your face, you see it in slow motion. Well, you can hear it in slow motion. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did it. I thought Taz that was just code. you yawning. Wasn't that you yawning? Okay. All right. Check out the video. Uh, it'll be up on our socials very soon, 919CFM on Instagram and Facebook. Does, and you can check out the last two days' attempts as well. Does that mean we're not throwing any cakes tomorrow? Well, look. 
today. I went and bought two just to be oh. safe. So we've got another one in the fridge. Cake we'll the boss. Let's cake the boss. <laughs> Ellie and Taz for the drive home. On 91.9 CFM. Oh. we got some money left over and we want to spend it and we want your billion dollar ideas, Sunny <laughs> Coast. I don't have any money left no, over, it, to be honest. That's a joke. Oh, this Christmas period. 545 What's your billion dollar idea that you've been sitting on? Maybe you came up with it when you were a kid and you think, you know what, that's the next big thing. Mm. Because yesterday I came up with something, all right? Mm -hmm. Let me take you through my thought process. Okay. Yesterday you got your hair did. I did. Six hours in the chair. Yes, takes a while. Was it Was it six hours? Uh, it was probably closer to five. Okay. Yeah. And it can be about three hours, can't it? Oh, three it depends. Four. It depends. I've got a lot of hair and I get foils and foils take a long time. It, it takes a long time. And guys... No, I don't think I know a single guy that would like to sit down and not do anything for four hours while oh. there's stuff going on with their hair. I struggle. My Ugh. hairdresser said to me halfway through yesterday, you're not very good at sitting still, are you? I said, nope, <laughs> I'm really not. <laughs> so let me let me take you now. Let's say you're flying to Perth. Yep. How long's the Perth flight? Uh, four and a half hours. Here we go. This is when you buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. And instead of it saying extra leg room, extra box or whatever, there's a box in there when you're buying your ticket. Mm -hmm. I would like to get my hair done, please. And you fill in what you'd like done. Mm -hmm. And then when you get on the plane, there's a couple of seats. The back row is three or four chairs and they are salon chairs. You, you're sitting down for five hours doing nothing. You may as well do the two things that require sitting down and doing nothing for five hours. I see your logic there. Hair, air. <laughs> I do see your logic. Hair, air. Tazzy. Just saying. Bonza, if you're listening, all right, this is a billion-dollar idea. The expenses that are associated, the Mm -hmm. working capital Mm -hmm. you need Mm -hmm. to create a product like this. Salons are making a lot of money. (laughs) You're paying hundreds to get your hair done. It's not about the salon products. It's (laughs) It's about the space on the plane. You're taking up four seats. Yes. So the back, it's just one row. Yep. But you're making hundreds per person. How much are you paying for this ticket? How much on top of a normal so flight it's a normal perth, ticket which let's call that eight hundred bucks? Plus the cost of getting your hair done. It's not cheaper. It's just you don't have to waste ten hours of your life. You only waste five. So if I'm the airline, yep. how am I accounting for the three extra seats that are lost due to the one salon chair? Uh, okay. No, no. Hey, I love feedback. Also, right. this is good. Who's paying the wage for the hairdresser? Who's uh, the paying airline. for the products? Hair, air. <laughs> ah, thank you. So they're air host, air flight attendants slash hairdressers. Hair hostess. <laughs> no, it's. I just think it's it, it's snappy. It rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. You, you're not wasting your time. No. Because people don't like flights because you just sit there and you're doing nothing. True. You may as well be getting your hair done at the same time. What about pedicures? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one, pedicure and uh, manicure. Oh, I was, wanted to let you. What about suffer for eyebrows? Mm-hmm. What, so just all of these like a beauty, things. a beauty. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, look again, like where your heads at. Imagine you going back to Perth, and then when you hop off the plane, you look a million bucks. So what are the hairdressers then staying in Perth, or then they just jumping on the flight? The back? hairdressers are sort of like air hostesses. They take out, you know, if there's nobody getting their hair done, or if nothing needs to be done just then and there, then mm-hmm. they're wheeling the trolley out. Okay. Look, there's a bit of tweaking that needs to be done to you. I plan. think there's potential. As a fellow inventor, yes, I, I like where your heads are. Hair airlines. <laughs>
I feel like you've just found the name and <laughs> five four five double one nine one nine. What's your billion dollar idea? Is it better than mine? Is it worse than mine? Are you wanting to invest? Yeah. In hair air. <laughs> I don't think you'll get any of those calls. Um, <laughs> hey, Brooks in Mountain Creek. Brooke, what's your million billion dollar idea? Hi. So, um, so twenty years ago, I had this great idea. I thought I'm going to be an entrepreneur, and I thought for weeks and weeks and I came up with this idea for um, I called it the CompuSizer and it was little exercise sort of pedals that you put under the desk so when you're sitting at the desk all the time oh. you're getting your exercise Yeah. and I, uh, I had a one year old baby and we drove all the way down to, we are in Victoria then drove down to Melbourne to an invention company, I took it to the company and they said that's a great idea that'll cost you like I can't even remember now, $15,000 or whatever it was. And I went, oh, okay, I don't have that. Um, and and sort of like just left it, obviously still thinking it was a great idea. And then, well, we all know they're, they're around now. They're oh. around now. So they came out on the market. Oh, oh Have you ever Googled the person who invented them and seen how much they're worth? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. It's too heartbreaking. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I'm going to do it when we hang up from you. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, Brooke. That's like recently I had an idea to write a musical yeah. um, about life in a nursing home and it was going to be like a funny video about this, uh, this uh, funny musical about yeah. this retirement village. And right. then I found out there's already one on at the moment in Melbourne, a musical about old people living in a retirement. I'm like, well, okay. I thought that was a really niche idea. I thought you were going to say, I had a really good idea for a musical about cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been done. It's been done. Oh, thank you, Brooke. Thanks, Brooke. Let's go now to Lauren in Watala. Lauren, what's your billion-dollar idea? Well, I know they're already out there with the play centres for kids, but I feel like that they need to open up earlier than 10 a.m. So, like, one that maybe starts from, like, 5 a.m., so when parents aren't, like, you know, as tired as hell and need a coffee <laughs> and their child's running around like crazy, uh, a whole lifetime's happened before 10 a.m., so we'd like it to open earlier. Right. 24-7 right. ones, you think? <laughs> well, something like that, yeah. <laughs> kids going nuts in the middle of the night and you need a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate it. Look, if you can get a 24-7 gym, you can get a 24-7 play centre. Why not? 100%. Good on you, Lauren. I love it. You're in the running for those Freestyle Kings family passes. Awesome. Thanks, sister. I do feel like that's a billion-dollar idea as well. Billion dollars is a lot, mm. but there are a lot of parents that need a lot of coffee. Who knows? Could be the next cool cabana. Twenty-four-seven. <laughs> <laughs> what a reference. <laughs> On 91.9 CFM, it's Ellie and Taz for the drive home. All righty, hour two of a Tuesday show. Hello, sunny coast. Uh, coming up this hour, we'll have another family pass to a maze world up for grabs. Yeah, sunny um, coast sunny spy. Coast Exactly. Hey, I just got a message mm. saying that my boyfriend's Christmas present has been delivered to the house. Oh, to the house this time. Because yes. last week, remember, you got dog food <laughs> delivered to work and I needed to go downstairs and it was a whole thing. So you got it delivered to home? Yes, but I'm worried because he's going to get home before me and he's the biggest snoop oh, in the world. No. So he's going to see this stupid present. And what? it's the only present that I'm getting him that he doesn't yet know what it is. What are you going to... You should go home. I can't, I'm doing a radio You live show. around the corner. <laughs> you could go, hop on your e scooter. Have you got the e scooter? I've got the e scooter. Hop on your e scooter now. Are you serious? 100%. 
Well, I go home and hide it. Go home and hide it. If it's is it there? Has it been delivered? Yeah, it's been. It's there. It's. I got an email saying it's been delivered. Go, go now. Jump on the <laughs> okay. phone. Okay. Call me. Okay. Uh, and I'll I'll talk to you live on the e-scooter in like five minutes. Are you sure? Okay. Okay. Go, go, All right, Ellie. all right. Christmas is saved. Good luck. <laughs> Ellie is scooting as fast as she can back home. Hello, Ellie. Hello, Tazzy. I've literally just got to my house and I have eyes on the Christmas present for my boyfriend that I need to hide before he gets home. I think everybody on the Sunshine Coast can relate. You're buying presents. Sometimes you're buying them online. They are getting delivered at weird times. You don't want the recipient to see it. So you've bought your partner a gift. Has it arrived in a box where he would have known what it was? Yeah, it's got the label on the outside. So, yes, 100% would have known the website I got it from. And I know that he's a snoop, so he would have opened it. And so we got the message like 10 minutes ago saying it had been delivered. Yeah. So I've e-scooted home, left my radio show to do so. That's the length <laughs> I'm going to, to keep... Company time. Keep this on the down. Like, literally. Literally company literally. time. Okay, so take us through then because we are in your house and we're inside the mind of Ellie Cheney right now. Where are you hiding Correct. this present? Oh, but what if he's bloody listening? Dan, Dan, this is for everybody on the sunny coast but you, okay? Just switch off, buddy. All right, he's not listening Okay. Anymore. I've put it between the couch cushions, Tazzy. Okay. <laughs> he ain't going to That's because there. Dan is such an active, up-and-about guy. He's got no time for sitting on a couch. Exactly. Ain't nobody got time for that. How big is the thing so, that we're talking about? It's not very big. I actually thought it was going to come in a bigger box. Just come in a package, like a one of the... Um, Soft packages. Oh, oh Simba, yeah. Simba the dog's excited. Hi, Simba. Yes, I know I'm not usually home at this time. I can't say. <laughs> um, yeah, so, challenge. Oh, Simba, get back in your... No, you don't know when... All right. That, that's um, a lot of Simba chat. Challenge accepted and challenge completed, Cathy. The present remains hidden. Oh, it sounds you... like... Okay, Ellie, it sounds like you, you live in a church or something. It's so echoey where you are. Oh, oh no, I lost... Are you back? I'm back. Me? Yeah, I'm back. But you're, you're very, very echoey. You must live in like an 18-room mansion or something. Oh, I wish, maybe. I lived in an 18-room mansion. Um, no, it's just an echoey house because I can't afford furniture. It sounds like you've hidden the present. Are you hopping on the e-scooter? Are you coming back? Yep, I'm closing my front door now. I'm e-scooting back. I will be back in time for the next song. Okay. You've got three minutes as of right now. It's Ellie and Taz on 91.9 CFM. It's Ellie and Taz on 91.9 CFM. Uh, we do have a list of the top 10, actually top 12, sorry, most hated TV characters of all time. All right. Now, of Is course. Carl Sanderland's on there. Carl. He's Kyle. a judge on Australian Idol. Does that count? No, this is international. Oh, okay. I don't think he's hated that much. <laughs> okay. That he's getting voted into the top ten. Most hated TV characters mm-hmm. of all time. The top two are Joffrey and Ramsay from Game of Thrones. You've just you've you've just come straight out with the top guns. The top two. You don't that's not how you tell a list, has it? Oh, sorry. You gotta you gotta build the suspense. Sorry. <laughs> Number so, 10. I can't wait for who's 10. Well, I kind of wanted to make my way down the list. Okay, all right. So, because so, I have some questions with number 10. Right. Oh, okay. So top two, Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Skylar from Breaking Bad, number three. Okay. Sopranos, uh, Livia and Janice in four and five. Okay. Then there's some anime in number six. 
Game of Thrones number seven, mm-hmm. another Lannister. Oh, the, which one? Uh, Cersei. Oh, I like, I don't mind Cersei. Number seven. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay, I'm going to skip a few. Number 10 mm. is the lovely English girl that Ross dates in Friends. Oh, Emily. Emily. Absolutely. She can what, go. Why? What does she do? She's she so literally, boring. she gets married to Ross and he says the wrong name. Yeah. And yet he's not on the list, but she's on the list. <laughs> Imagine. Get- She's, she worked for about a season on Friends. Yeah. They earned a million per episode later on. She wouldn't have been getting that. I heard, actually, um, yeah. I read an article recently saying that apparently, and I don't want to speak Here Ill, we go. but apparently she was difficult to work with. And also she got pregnant during filming. Did she? So they couldn't, like, there's a season, the second season she's in or whatever, yeah. after the wrong name situation. She's only ever filmed from the... Waste the, the up. Waste up. Huh. Mm. Well, she's made it into the top ten most hated yeah. TV characters of all time. Well, absolutely. She tried to get in the way of Ross and Rachel. There and are, no one should get in the way of There them. are murderers, backstabbers on this list. She was. It just seemed she was English and dated a nice character that everybody liked. That seemed yeah. to be all you needed. Do you know what? Ross is actually quite problematic too. There's a lot lo- of things Ross no, does. No, I love Ross. Oh, He's my yeah, favourite. You're a Ross. I'm a Ross. You're thank a, you. definitely yeah, a Ross. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. am I? My sandwich. <laughs> uh, who are you? You're yeah. the Rachel Green of the group. No way. Yeah, hundred percent. You're not Monica or Phoebes. I would have said I'm Phoebes. No, you're not Phoebes. No way. My Tinder you profile. You want to be Phoebes, which is why you're not. Phoebes. Yeah, the very first Tinder profile I had said, "I'm a bit of a Phoebe from oh. Friends." I know. Yeah. I know. What a loser, hey? <laughs> anyway, Emily, suck it, sister. This is CFM. What? what? Brand new to ninety-one point nine CFM. It's your feel-good drive. Home with Ellie and Tash. Please welcome to our studio, Beck. Good luck, Woo-hoo! our promotions manager. She's cheering for herself. <laughs> yes. You and I are not clapping. Oh, sorry. sorry. That is literally <laughs> Beck. That is me. Well, no one else passed me on the back around here, so I do it by myself. All right, come over here, champion. Oh, that's, oh, a, that's great. Oh, that there was we a go. Beautiful. Yeah. Into the mic. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the reason we've got you in, Beck, yeah. is because uh, we had the work Christmas party on Saturday. We did. Uh, you were life of the party, as was predicted. Mm. Again, someone's got to do it. Uh, best on ground. Be. Thank you. Thank Beck. you. Yeah. There was an incident that occurred a couple of hours into the party that we thought, mm, the people of the sunny coast need to hear about this. Yeah, That's right. Sure. She was very wild and it was two o'clock in yeah. the afternoon. <laughs> it was, was 2pm. It all went wrong. Take oh. us through. What did you drop? Okay, so... So, uh, most of the listeners will be familiar with Big Boss Benny crowbars his way into this show oh, fairly often. Oh, loves getting on air. Yeah, um, so I have only briefly met his wife before and so I was really looking forward to Sad Day. I was like, yeah. yep, I'm going to pin Mel and I want to get to know her. She sounds like my kind of chick. I was yep. like, I want to build a good friendship with this woman. <laughs> so her and I are sitting away from everyone. We're just having our own solo time and I don't wear any jewellery really. And I look down, she had all of these oh, beautiful... Excuse you. You're right Sorry. over there. Sorry, it's like a little cough. I'm good, I'm good. I'll take my mic off. And I looked over and I was like, wow, you have gorgeous jewellery. And she had this one that just absolutely stood out and it was a stacker. A sw- I'm going to get this wrong. Swaskovsky? Swarovski? That's the one. <laughs> Back up Fridays, everybody. Swaskovsky? I said, goodness gracious me, can I please try that on? And she goes, of course you can, mate. So she's pulling her ring off and we're chatting away and anyway... I'm sitting really close to the edge and Mel leans towards me. I put my gangly little fingers out. <laughs> she drops it a fraction too early. <gasps> my hand's not there. Ready for it? For It It just went ting, 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 ting and dropped straight <laughs> off the edge of the balcony. Oh. And I looked at Mel. She looked at me. We didn't even say anything. I just went, all right, get up. Let's go. We've got to go downstairs and we've got to find this ring. 
So we've powered downstairs. I was like, don't talk to anyone. We don't mean anyone know because I was morbidly what, embarrassed. What was that second like where the ring fell off the balcony and before you said anything? How scared are you in that moment? That's I have, terrifying. I have never sobered up so quickly in my entire <laughs> existence. Like I, I was tipsy, straight away sober. Like you guys it, were down in the garden for 20 minutes trying to least, find that yeah, thing. Yeah, there was a bunch of like six kids there and they were having some fish and chips and I said, guys... $200. Whoever finds this ring, I've got 200 bucks cash. They're jumping up. They're scrambling through. We're all looking everywhere. Have you hired some children to yeah. look through bushes So for 10 you. minutes passed, we hadn't found it. Mm. And so I was like, got to up the ante. I was like, guys, $300 whoever Whoa. finds this ring. Everyone's scrounging around. I actually got bitten by something on the back of my leg. That's another story. Anyway, my partner comes trundling over and he's like, what are you doing? And I said, Caleb, I have dropped Mel's ring. It's in this bush somewhere. We yep. need to find it. Yep. And he goes, why don't you come find me? I'm the king at finding things. And I was like, all right, oh, here we go. let's get to work then. So we're pottering through. Another 10 minutes pass. I felt sick to my stomach. I thought I was mm. going to throw up. I felt so, so terrible. Anyway, I've pretty much given up and I've looked over at Caleb and he's just sort of gone like, oh, and he's looked down. He's just gone, there it is. <laughs> Pushes, pushes all those, you know those spiky, leafy things yeah. with the sharp bits on them? Yep. Pushes them out of the way, bends down, picks it up. Here you go, Mel. <gasps> and I just jumped on that boy and said, thank you so much. Did you give him the $300 <laughs> yeah. reward, yeah. though? Well, look, that's the ongoing conversation in our house at the moment. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll save that. Him. Yeah, we'll he save that for another time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great story. Well, I'm glad all's well that ends well, Beck. And yes. uh, do you reckon Benny, Big Boss Benny would have fired you had you lost oh. his wife's engagement Mate, ring? he wouldn't have needed to. I would have quit. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones. We want to hear about your lost ring stories. Brett, g'day. How you going? Hey, Brettie, have you lost a ring? Wasn't me. I didn't lose it, but I was involved. Uh-oh. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> so this is over in a place where you're from, Ellie, over in WA. Hey, love it. Yeah, I was over there last year at a, at a place called Warrnambool Station. It's up near Exmouth, up in the north. And one of the attractions of the place is that you shower in a shearer's shed. <laughs> the oh, attractions, right? did you say? Luxurious. Sorry, Brett. <laughs> yeah, it's an attraction. So you shower in the shearer's shed and it opens out onto the paddock where all the animals are. And so it faces west, so you see the western sunset and... Basically, you're sharing out in, well, you've got like three sides around you. One side just opens out into the wilderness mm-hmm. sort of thing. Oh, and because the shear shed, it's raised up off the ground with uh, the old sort of wooden flats. And um, I'm having a shower and guy sort of comes out from underneath the shear shed, stand, stands up in front of me. Oh, okay. And, and I'm like, okay. Um, and he's like, oh, I, I dropped my ring down through the floor before. So for pretty much my entire shower, he'd been wow. underneath the floor and then crawled out and shows me the ring that he found. <laughs> I still to this day don't know whether he actually had lost it or whether that was just the excuse. He just wow. wanted a peek. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to work on, Brett, we need to work on your definition of attraction, yeah. my friend. <laughs> I, I don't know whether the shower is the attraction or I was the attraction. Yeah, so I'm not yeah quite fair enough. Wow. <laughs> wow. I've also never heard the phrase shearer's shed used so frequently. <laughs> 
in a store. Shear shed. That's crazy. Wow. Right. Well, I'm going to WA in a couple of weeks. Maybe we have to pop up to Exmouth to check out the shear shed. Yeah. Um, there's, right. there's attractions up there. I bet. <laughs> Good on you, bud. Thank you. That's a crazy story. <laughs> Let's go to Rhiannon. I in... just, hang on. I just yeah. like the fact that there was somebody searching for a ring underneath yeah. the shower and probably getting wet from the shower yeah. the whole time going, oh, God, this I is know. 45 minutes. Looked up and went, oh, sorry, sorry. It's a bizarre story. Yeah. Uh, Rhiannon's in Donnybrook. Rhiannon, have you lost a ring? So my son in prep was obsessed with buying his girlfriend jewelry oh. um, and doing chores around the house to go to Prad's. One day, my $3,500 ring went missing. Oh, and God. I had asked him many of times, where's mommy's ring? You know, rah, rah, nah, nah, nah. And then his, I was lucky that it was his girlfriend's mum's friend. And she actually turned around and she's like, um, uh, just a quick question. This one has diamonds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, no. It's actually my ring that I've been looking for for about two months. Wow. <laughs> so you so, had to steal a ring off a little girl, Rhiannon? <laughs> How did she react, the girlfriend? Oh, she was okay with it. She was like, it's okay, Jack, will buy me another one. Oh. <laughs> she was already blinged out on the rest of her fingers. Oh, no. Next, the next week after that, he had to go to Prad's and buy another one. Oh, <laughs> so good. Like, your son sounds like a catch. Like, yeah. when he grows up, if he's buying uh, chicks jewellery. Tower raised him. There's not many of them around, so I wanted to be one of them. Oh, <laughs> good on you, Rhiannon. I love, love that. Love it, Rhiannon. Oh, well, if he's looking for any other girls to give rings to, like, I'm, I've got some empty fingers as <laughs> Only well. Only if they've so. got diamonds on. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ellie and Taz for The Drive Home. On 91.9 CFM.